Hey everybody, welcome to the Bearded Guy Podcast. Hope you're doing well today on this rainy Sunday afternoon. Now, to kick off the month of October, that's right, it is the spooky time of year. Halloween is just right around the corner. I can't wait. Halloween is one of those seasons that I just love from my childhood. I love being scared. I love the creepy, crawly, the ghost stories. I love all of the things that go into making a great, spooky, scary Halloween. Now, to kick off the month of episodes that we're going to be centering around Halloween, I'm going to be talking about the afterlife today and what different religions believe or don't believe about the afterlife. So stick around. We're going to dive into it right after this. Now, this topic to me is very interesting because, you know, I hold certain beliefs as to what happens when we die or, you know, what the afterlife is like for a Christian believer. But that's not the same with all religions in the world, and that's not the same with all people, no matter what religious belief you hold. Now, how death is viewed within the differing religions or beliefs can be as varied as the clouds in the sky. Now, they all hold some similar tenets that are the same among all walks of life. You know, but much like those clouds passing by on a sunny day, they all seem so very different. Now, it can be a confusing task to keep up with it all. And the question of what happens at the time of and after death leads us to even more questions and leads us to ponder, is one theory right over another theory? And honestly, that relies solely on what you believe to be your truth, because nobody can tell you what truth is. You have to research, understand, and get it in your psyche to be your truth. Now, no matter what you believe or have been raised to believe, the one constant within all religions is this, uncertainty. You see, we're finite creatures, and we only truly comprehend and understand what we can see in the physical world around us. Now, because we're limited to firsthand knowledge, our experience is, well, I mean, it's the here and now. I mean, what lies beyond the great veil will always be a mystery to us while we are stuck in this physical plane. And the comedy of this is what we may think we know about the subject or what we've been taught about the great beyond is this. It's someone else's thought process or idea of the afterlife that we have chosen to believe as truth for ourselves. I mean, if you think about it, from the moment we are able to comprehend topics like this and to begin questioning our existence and what happens when we cease to exist, we tend to gravitate towards those that seem to have the answers, you know, those people that have it all together, to the mysteries that we wrestle with. Now, after a while, we tend to adopt the same thought process and carry it into our adult years and beyond into our twilight years. And those twilight years are leading up to that moment that we are let in on the great secret. So what's the great secret, you might ask? Well, you'll have to fill in the blanks when you're allowed into that exclusive club. So that brings us to the topic. What do various religions and teachings in these religions tell us about the experience of shedding the physical and entering the next stage of our existence. So let's take a look at this topic, and you be the judge of your own truth. 
Now, this first one is near and dear to me because this is how I've been raised. It's Christianity. Now, in the Christian faith, it is believed that we are appointed a time to die and then we'll face and receive a judgment based on the life we live. Now, this judgment is also based on our belief in the acceptance of God's Son, Jesus Christ, as our salvation. Now, his death was to atone for the sins that we are born into. Now, some don't believe that that is the only true way to heaven, and many, even in the Christian faith, believe if we are decent and caring people that we can somehow work our way uh, to everlasting life in God's kingdom in heaven. Now, there's some back and forth between the different denominations as to what happens to the, the actual soul at the time of death. Some people believe we, we instantly go to heaven and stand before our Creator and accept our judgment. Now, others believe we are sent to a place of waiting called purgatory. Now, purgatory is kind of like an in-between space that lies between heaven and hell. And according to the belief... Purgatory offers a second chance of atonement or purging of our sins that were never resolved or are left over from one's life. Now, it's a place of final purification, if you will, before we are allowed to enter into the gates of heaven. Now, really, no matter what you believe about what happens to the soul immediately after death, the one thing that is agreed upon is the day of resurrection, when Jesus actually returns, claiming his believers and those that are asleep in Christ. Now, once this resurrection happens, those that are in Christ will be free from death or decay and will have everlasting life beyond the restraints of what we have in finite bodies. Now, in the Christian faith, those that don't believe uh, in Christ is the only way to salvation will face a second death, entering into hell immediately at the time of their death. So I guess the thought of a purgatory with the promise of a second chance at redemption is a comforting thought to some. Now, if you go back to the ancient Greek uh, teachings and belief, it is believed that the soul ended up in one of three places, a place of torment, a place of paradise, or something in between the two. And there are various biblical texts that support the idea of purgatory. But if history tells us anything, humans have a way of interpreting religious or any other historical text to make it fit their ideology, their belief, and what they hold as core truths. Now, next up on the list of what's to be expected in the afterlife is Buddhism. Now, Buddha is also known as the Enlightened One and is regarded as the founder of the Buddhist religion. Now, he is said to have rediscovered the ancient path that eliminates all stumbling blocks to nirvana, thereby helping others escape the endless cycle of reincarnation. Now, the practice of Buddhism varies distinctly from the Christian religion and the fact that in the Buddhist religion, there is no belief in a monotheistic God. It is not believed that the world was created by or is ruled by a God. And the goal of Buddhism, it would seem, is to reach a point of enlightenment so that when one dies, they achieve what is called a state of nirvana and are not reincarnated back into the suffering of this world and having to start the process over again, thereby having to endure the suffering of trying to reach the ultimate state of nirvana once again. Now, it is believed this process is repeated over and over and over until one has achieved a total abandonment of a false sense of self. 
Now, another striking point or another fact about Buddhists is they don't believe in the existence of an eternal soul. Now, there are two differing viewpoints within the religion of what happens when one dies. Some believe that reincarnation is an instant process where a new body is formed and the cycle of life begins again. The other viewpoint that's held is that the body is forced into a state of limbo, really just awaiting reincarnation. Now, assuming one has not reached the state of nirvana, of course, karma is the deciding factor of what state one will return to this world in. Now, when you're talking reincarnation in the Buddhist religion, I mean, there are six possible outcomes of reincarnation that could happen to a person. The first one on the list is heaven. One can find peace and happiness in one of the 37 levels of heaven. Now, there's also what they consider a hell. Those who carry very bad karma with them are said to be sent to a place of torture and pain. Now, how long that person remains in this hell state is really kind of unknown, but according to the Buddhist religion, it could last for a very long period of time. Now, the next one on the list is animal reincarnation. Now, this is really relegated to those that kill animals in their present life, and they may well return as an animal for their grievous acts while living. The next is human life. Now, this is returning to start over again in an effort to reach enlightenment. Again, karma plays a key role in what situations one will have to endure in the newly reincarnated body. Now, the next one on the list is Ashura. This is a jealous and unhappy state of return. You know, they're kind of referred to as demigods, and they're able to view and see how the gods in heaven live, but they're not able to experience this state of bliss for themselves. And the last on the list of reincarnation is hungry ghost. Now, this one is reserved for those who have committed many evils in the physical form, and they come back in a state of what is described as having unending desires or an obsession with their previous life. So again, Buddhism is just a, a trying to reach a state of enlightenment, and you can be reincarnated many, many, many times until you reach this state of enlightenment or nirvana. And depending on how you act in your current life or your current uh, physical being, that could, that could dictate what you come back as in the next life based on how karma views you and deals with you in that situation. Now, the last on the list for this episode is the Wiccan religion. Now, trying to gather information for this episode, I found this one to be the most varied. And while much like the Buddhist religion, they do believe in reincarnation. Of course, that's depending on who you ask. And while the Wiccan religion holds reincarnation as a truth, it's not the same as the Buddhist religion. Now, those that hold this belief say it's returning in the same form as your last form, with each reincarnation bringing the opportunity to make the most out of the physical existence. And even with those that do believe in the act of reincarnation, there are still divisions as to what actually happens in the process. Now, interestingly enough, is the fact that they do not make much hay about the afterlife. There is no, no real rule or teaching pertaining to what we consider an afterlife or what happens after the physical body dies. Now, there are some within the Wiccan religion that believe there is a form of heaven, but it's really not in the sense of what Christians believe heaven to be. Their form of heaven is what's called a summerland. Now, this is a place for departed souls and spirits to rest and reunite and really take inventory of their previous life before they are actually reincarnated back to the physical world. 
And still, there are even more divisions when it comes to the afterlife. There are others in the Wiccan religion that believe the soul gains its freedom and is free to do as it sees fit in the so-called afterlife. You have to think of it as having the ability to go anywhere you desire in time and space. Now, also, another caveat to this within the religion is that some believe the end is just that. We cease to exist. It's the end of the line. It's lights out. There's no more. Nothing. It's over. And there's nothing on the other side of the veil. Now, some believe that the body returns to its origins, dust to dust, and the soul ceases to exist. Now, there are others that believe the soul returns to the the divine source or, or goddess. But in the end, there is no great concern for an afterlife. The concern is really the here and now, and that alone is enough. So really, I mean, if you break down all of the religions that we've talked about here today, it goes back to my original statement. We're all filled with an uncertainty about what's next because we just don't know. We're finite creatures. We're finite beings. Now, yes, we have the teachings of those that have gone on before us and those that we do believe hold some authority when it comes to the topic of the afterlife. But again, we just don't know. And until we're let in on that great secret, we'll never know. And we're, it's a scary thought process to me, at least, you know, you try to do the best that you can as a human. And I think that's what we need to do. We need to focus on being the best human beings to one another that we can possibly be and thereby live our best lives and help others achieve their best life as well. So no matter what you believe, no matter what you think, there's something it's after this, when we leave this physical plane, we're going to go somewhere, whether that's just kind of out into nothingness, or we're going to go to heaven, or we're going to be reincarnated. Something is there. Something is waiting for us. And we just have to uh, believe in that and make that our truth and then run with that wholeheartedly. So Halloween is coming. I can't wait, man. I'm, I'm excited for Halloween. I love Halloween. It's one of those things that Again, like I said earlier, I just love the season of Halloween. It's almost as fun to me as Christmas is. <laughs> now, with Halloween coming, we're going to be doing some Halloween episodes. Of course, we're going to be talking about the ghost, the creepy, the crawly, all of those things that just don't make sense in our natural, normal world and things that kind of spook us as the bump in the night kind of things go. We're also going to be doing our traditional Edgar Allan Poe reading. I don't know which story I'm going to do this year. We've done the Telltale Heart couple times i love that story man that story just resonates with me and it's it's just how it builds to a crescendo and then it just it's it's the it's one of the best stories i think he's ever written now also if you have halloween stories if you have your own personal otherworldly encounters please send them to me at beardedguypodcast at gmail.com that's beardedguypodcast at gmail.com i'd love to read your story your spooky scary story during the month of halloween and if i get enough responses what i'm going to do is i'm actually going to put them into a full episode and just spend that episode reading ghost stories by you the listener so I hope you come back and join me for new episodes coming up. I'm really excited to be back in the swing of things. I'm really excited about the month of Halloween. I love it. It's one of those things. Actually, last night we were watching some Halloween movies that were on one of the channels that plays like 31 Days of Halloween, something like that. But again, really excited about it. I hope you come back and join me. And again, thank you so much for joining me today. It's always my hope that you have a great day, a better day tomorrow, and a wonderful week ahead of you. And until next time.